we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The world's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch, Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Good morning. Yes, happy Monday. It is freezing in New York today. This is like so far. I guess it's on brand on where we're supposed to be. That's where it's supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's been freezing everywhere we've been the past few days. We was in Nashville this weekend, and I didn't realize Nashville was going to be so cold. Yeah, they said it was 7 degrees the first day, and then the next day it dropped like 30 degrees. Goodness yeah, when I, got there, it was, it, when I got there, it was definitely in the 30-degree mark. That's why I bought I bought a winter coat mm-hmm. on purpose. And Eats. then uh, everybody, I'm sure, watched Dave Chappelle hosting Saturday Night Live over the weekend. If you didn't watch it live, I'm sure by now you've seen his intro monologue. Yeah. I definitely saw Dave's monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, Dave does what he does best, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the, the the things that are going on in the world, Dave can, you know, put in a nice little filter and a blender and mix it up and give it to you in a nice digestible way so so you can understand it. Well, definitely um, talk about that. I went to the after party for his SNL. This is the latest I think I've been out in a long time. The party started at like 3 a.m. I just thought the other day you was out late. Were you I have never slept. gone to a party that started at 3 a.m. Oh, all right. I don't believe that. Much Jamaicans, yeah, as you know. As many Jamaicans as well, you know. Well, not in a long time. Exactly. Okay, not in a long there time. There you go. There you go. There you go. I got home at 7 a.m. I was like, that this is better. crazy. And let me shout out to my daughter, like uh, Madison. Madison turned 21 uh, yesterday. So we've been celebrating and enjoying her birthday and, and just enjoying life for her. So uh, happy birthday to Madison. So All grown up. Had a great time That's your weekend. oldest. That's my oldest. Yeah, I took her to see Erica Badu this weekend, which was a, a, a great time for her. So you can never lose with that. You can never lose going to see Big Badu. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called herself Big Erica at the concert, but she she killed it over the weekend. So it was a great, just a great weekend with my daughter and family, and um, just celebrating life, man. Just celebrating the, the, the good things in this world and and, and the wins. So uh, happy birthday to Madison. So, well, let's get the show cracking. All right, front page news, what are we talking about? All right, well, people did not anticipate this, but the Democrats kept the Senate as control of the House is still undecided. We'll give you some info. All right, we'll get into that next. So don't move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now on some Sunday night football, a Sunday football. The Buccaneers beat the Seahawks. The Lions beat the Bears. The Dolphins beat the Browns. The Titans beat the Broncos. The Giants uh, beat the Texans yesterday. Did you see that game, Charlemagne? Um, I was I was watching uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes yesterday. Mm-mm. Okay, well, the Vikings beat the Bills. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Steelers beat the Saints. The Colts beat the Raiders. The Cardinals beat the Rams. Uh, the Packers beat the Cowboys. Did you see that game, Charlemagne? Yeah, that was a tough loss for my Cowboys. I can't lie. You know what I mean? That that that's that's one of the ones we supposed to win. So to lose the games that you're supposed to win, uh, it's, it's football though. Any given Sunday, it happens. And yeah, what's your record? Uh, six and three. Hmm. Mm. All right. Well, my Giants are seven and two. The Forty Nine ers beat the Chargers. One of the losses too. Who beat uh, you? Who's one of the people that beat y'all? I I I don't know, sir. I, yeah, I don't, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you wouldn't remember. Conveniently. I don't, sir. Yes. I don't, sir. And tonight, the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Commanders at 8-15. Right, we also I got to congratulate. I hate the Commanders, man. I hate their name, too. I hate them. I understand why people didn't like the name Redskins, but I really hate the Commanders. Y'all could have did something better than that. The only time Commander ever sounded good when it was Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yep, Watch that's the, the only Commander time. sounds crazy. Yep, and also, uh, congratulations to Floyd Mayweather. He won his exhibition over the weekend, right? 
Now, what else we got, Easy? All right, now let's talk about these elections. Democrats will keep control of the Senate, according to CNN and a lot of different projections that are happening right now. And so after victories in close contests in Nevada and Arizona, that's what the projection is. And there's usually a historical trend of midterm elections breaking against parties in power. Uh, and there's been a lot of anxiety over uh, high inflation and you know, the Democrats did, however, keep control of the Senate. Now, as far as the House, uh, the battle for the control of the House is now what we're waiting to find out. It does seem like the Republicans are getting closer and closer toward a slim majority, but the Democrats' hopes have not yet fully faded. Republicans have won 211 of the 218 seats that they would need to take the majority, while Democrats have 204 with 20 undecided as of Saturday evening. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect the Dems to, uh, to keep the Senate. And like you said, they might hold the House, too, maybe, maybe. But it gives you some hope in this country. You know, people still care about democracy because at the end of the day, it's us versus fascism. And this country was definitely on the fast track to fascism. So for people to show up for the midterms and Dems to, you know, keep uh, keep the Senate and potentially hold the House gives, gives you some hope. Gives you some hope in this country. Yeah, I was thinking that it's good that people were so concerned and people were saying, oh, the Republicans are going to take control and it's going to be a red wave and saying all of those things that may have ignited some people to vote, too. All right. Now, as far as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she's waiting to decide about her next steps in the new Congress. Here's what she had to say. And if Democrats keep the majority, will you run again for speaker? I'm not. I'm at, right now, I've said I'm not making any comments until this election is finished and we have uh, a, a little more time to go. I wish it would How be about, faster, but it isn't. Nancy said she's had enough. Folks yeah. running down on my husband with hammers. I'm getting mm -hmm. old. I ain't got time for this no more. Yeah, I'm, that has to be a tough decision to make because you have to think about your family and your safety. And something like that could scare you enough to say, you know what? It's not worth uh, this. All right, now the Georgia runoff election is still important to Democrats as we're waiting to find out about that. And so um, that's going to happen on December 6th, like we've been saying. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure, I guess, that... I mean, look, if you guys watched SNL and you saw Dave's opening monologue and what he had to say about um, Herschel Walker, that's hilarious, and we'll talk about that later. But that's another thing that people are still focused on because that will be uh, even more helpful for the Democrats. Okay? And that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? This is Percy. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. I'm tired of paying all these taxes. If I'm a nurse and I'm with this mask on and I can't breathe and I can't go pee and my check is six grand, I should not be bringing home $3,100. I'm about to go with mm -hmm. them and they're going to be looking for me because I'm not paying no more. All well, I heard you say was you tired of paying taxes and I agree with you. Yeah, they're yeah. going to lock you up though if you don't pay your taxes though. Because I'm sick of it. I ain't saying that we shouldn't have to pay taxes, but damn, do we got to pay 40%? It's a lot. And then, we... and then you punished when you have a whole lot of kids. Like, I don't have no dependents. They won't let me claim this dog. I got insurance on him. <laughs> I'm tired. I feel you. I you need some no... kids to claim. You ain't got no friends with about five, six churns. You can get one. Claim one on your taxes. Evan, give her one. No, I got to claim all my kids. Everything. I thought it didn't matter after a certain point. I think after three. 
All right, so yeah, let somebody claim your kids. That's illegal. Trav! Hey, Trav, What's how you up, feeling bro? after your loss this weekend? Envy, uh, uh, can you not do that, Envy? He was in no. such a good know, mood. I have to. I didn't, know, I didn't know football was on yesterday. Football was on yesterday, Envy? Yes, your no, Cowboys don't, don't lost. Don't be like that, Trav. We're going to take our L's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to take our L's like men. Okay? We took an yeah, L right. yesterday right. to the Packers. We should have won, but we didn't. It's okay. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. Why would we not kick the field goal yesterday, Sorry. I mean, I'm not mad at them for going for it. I'm not. I wasn't mad at that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. At, at first, I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, okay, and then I was like, well, damn. Yeah, well, it happens sometimes, Trav. It's football, so sorry baby. for your loss. Sunday. That ain't stopping our Super Bowl chances. What's your record, Trav? Yeah, you know, say what? Say what? MV. What's your record? Six the Cowboys' three. record. We are six and three. Rashawn Casey. Thank you, Trav. Crying over there. Travis. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I tell y'all something that happened to me this weekend? Uh-oh. What happened? Depends. So, what, what, white people are privileged. Some of them. Let me not say that because I'm going to sound racist. But mm-hmm. I'm coming out of, I'm in, I'm in the bathroom at the movie theater. I kind of went to go see uh, Wakanda Forever, right? Ooh, did you love it? Did you cry? Oh, uh, um, I did love it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be emotional when I see stuff like you know. No spoilers, please. Yeah. No spoilers. I'm just asking if he cried. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. it. I just know people were saying they cried. But you know, I had a little tear. Well, I had like a little, you know, a little tear fall out. Okay. But I'm in the bathroom, coming out the bathroom. This little older white man is in there. So you know, we I'm going to the bathroom sink to go wash my hands, and so we both come out the, at the stall at the same time. So there's a sink next to mine, and I put my hands under the thing to start washing my hands. His sink. Didn't work. So when I'm washing my hands, you know this white man just didn't say nothing, didn't say excuse me or nothing. He just reaches over and tries to move my hand out the way to wash What? It. I can't believe that. That does not say what'd yeah. you what'd you do? I looked at him, he was crying, I said, excuse you. He's like, Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I said, Yeah, I said, um I said, I, I'm standing here. I tried. So, you should have grabbed his hand and started washing his hand with your hand. Just made him feel all types of awkward. <laughs> That's what you should have did. He's like, like an older. He's like an old man. So I didn't want to so, be like. So you should have so grabbed his hand. He was Wakanda forever. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what happened to me. But yes, uh, go see Wakanda forever. Sorry, seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna go uh, maybe later today. What? I was in Nashville all weekend. We had an, a, a th- the Thrill of Possibility Summit in Nashville. I didn't have I didn't have a chance to go see it. I'm gonna go. I've been day. trying to buy tickets, and there's like certain theaters I want to go to, like the ones where you could like lay down and watch it. Lay, lay and it's been sold out everywhere. There'll be like yeah. a one-off seat or a seat in the front that don't have them. And I want to be like have the real experience where I could order drinks from my seat. Yeah, me, me and my cousins bought our tickets like three like three weeks before it came out. Yeah, I dropped the ball. All right. Well, thank All you for right, calling, Trav. So... Sorry for your loss again, though. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. 
The Breakfast Club. I'm Dallin. I'm Dallin. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? The club with no breakfast. What's going on? Oh, Lord. What up, what up, what up? Get it off your chest. <laughs> I ain't heard from nah, you in forever, bro, bro. Where you been? Yeah, man, it's been a minute, Charlamagne. It's been a minute. But now, nah, I just wanted to share with The Breakfast Club, man. I just turned 35 on Friday. And mm. honestly, I shared an experience with my daughter that I consider to be dope. But I posted a video on Instagram, and it seems a lot of people feel some type of way about it. So I want to get the Breakfast Club opinion on it. What was the on video? Saturday, I took my daughter to a gun range on Saturday. Um, I feel like we live in a day and age to where it's never too early to teach your children certain things. And um, as far How old as is she? she and her mother agreed, she's 12 years old. She just oh, she's, she's very. She's at the age she can learn. You could actually teach kids to shoot at eight. Exactly no. my point. And, and, and this is what I wanted to let most people know. Not only is it that there were eight-year-olds there shooting, but they were all white. Like, my children was the only person of color there. And I'm not going to lie, my daughter did feel uncomfortable walking into the area. Of course, it's the first time being in that type of environment. But she adjusted very quickly, and she did very good. But I posted the video, and people made it seem like I did something wrong because I wanted my daughter to Man, stop listening right. to the internet, man. Could y'all please stop listening to the internet? The internet is full of a bunch of idiots, okay? You are doing what so many people throughout the country do, and that is teach their children how to use a firearm at an early age. You can start at age 8. There's absolutely positively nothing wrong with what you did, especially uh, teaching your daughter how to shoot. Yeah, I, I took. I didn't take my kid at, at at twelve, but I took my daughter at sixteen and my son at fifteen. So I took him at an early age as well. And like you said, it, it's it's good to have that necessary training just in case anything ever happens at That's your house right. and and you're not home or maybe you're home and you can't get to your firearm or whatever it may be. You want them to know how to properly use it, or if That's they have right. to give it to you, you want to, to actually know how to handle it and not you know shoot themselves or shoot somebody by accident. So yeah, I, I had training with my kids, my my wife early on. Nothing wrong with that. Bunch of people, bunch of people out there te- mad that you teaching your kid how to shoot early, but they're gonna go watch Wakanda forever and cheer. You know how long Shuri was learning how to use weapons? You stupid. <laughs> you stupid. They've they been teaching them the door of Lodge how to fight. Okay. Well, bro, happy birthday. You know it's funny. My daughter asked me uh, this weekend if we could go back to the range and shoot again. So I'm gonna take it this week. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Brother. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, good feeling? morning. How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. I couldn't let this great, great money-making Monday go by without telling y'all. Thank y'all for this great advice y'all gave me once before. I was feeling down, didn't know what to do with my life. I felt like I was at the ceiling, didn't know how to get past it. And, man, I called you guys, and Charlemagne sounded very rude at first, of course. But he told me, he was like, man, you got to ask yourself that question. And it took me a while, and I... I did it. I asked myself that question, man, and I hit a new I hit a new peak in life. I started doing stand up. Shout out to a very talented comedian in the Texas area, Chris Gardner. He told me, man, just get up there and do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it, man. Well, congratulations, brother. Ever since then, yeah, he said, get up there and do it. And been about four months, four or five months doing stand up. It was, man, it's great. It's great. Get off stage. I feel good. I feel good well, about life. Congratulations. What's your name, bro? Man, thank you. I'm Tony, man. Tony out of Houston, Texas. Did Wait, you bomb, what? Tony, or did you do good? Man, boo, boy, my first time out bombed bad. 
lost. That's good. Everybody does. Everybody does. I bummed bad, but I felt good about it. And I told him, I told the uh, comedian Chris Gardner, uh, text him later, and he said, hey, did you have fun? And I did. I felt good getting off that stage, man. Sometimes you just get get out there and do it. Absolutely. When you going back up? When you going back up? Oh, man, I try to go up every Sunday. I try to go up. Go do me a little few, four minutes, five minutes, whatever they give me. You're not still bombing, though. Nah, man, you know what? I have good days. I have bad days. Okay. Yeah, so sometimes I get off stage and I'm like, man, I did good. I get, you know, congratulations. And sometimes I get that stare like, man, did you really just come up here with that bull crap? I respect (laughs) it, bro. Well, enjoy, yeah, man. man. And what's y'all. your full name so Thanks. people could actually look for you? I, I know it's not just Tony. What, what do you go by? Tony what? No, I go by Tony Bills. Tony, Tony Bills. Bills. All right. Well, Mitch. good luck, Tony, man. You have a good weekend, man. And if you're out in the Dallas area, go check out Tony Bills. That's Get right. it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? All right. And 50 Cent as a daytime TV show host will tell you what he has going on. Even more. All right. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... 
time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T Connects, an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Not to the spot where you lay Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk takeoff. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. The memorial service for takeoff was at Atlanta State Farm Arena on Friday. And there were thousands of people in attendance. Of course, amongst those people were Offset, Quavo, Drake, uh, Pierre P. Thomas, and Kevin Coach Kaylee also spoke at the memorial as well. Here is Offset. He gave a very emotional tribute. Uh, I know that had to be really difficult for him to get up there and have to speak at a time like that, but here's what he said. The culture of music forever. You did it, Tate. You changed that flow. That flow came from Tate, the originator. The originator of that flow. He changed the music. Lord, give us the strength. Just give me some, give us the strength. The family, everybody, give us some strength. I don't want to question you, God, but I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get you sometimes. And I believe in you, Father. But now, are we supposed to even be playing that? I was thinking I know the, the family, same thing. The family asked folks not to take video of the event and that's one or of the pictures. videos that wasn't supposed to be recorded yeah so cell I, phones so we, and video equipment were not permitted during the so service that was, stuff from the funeral that was sold out and so that's some of the i mean it was all over the internet yeah but that's because people don't listen and that's because people don't respect people's wishes and privacy all right well i mean there's a lot of people who also spoke about what was said at the funeral quavo uh spoke as well uh, he gave a very emotional um speech too you don't want to hear that nope no not if that nope. If the family gave uh, instructions for that stuff not to be recorded, then those people went there and disrespected the family's wishes and recorded it anyway, just to post it online to get likes and retweets. Nope, I don't want. Yeah, that's. That. I mean, that's a good topic because the family asked, please, no videos, no pictures, please don't leak anything. They opened it up to the public because they wanted yep. his fans to come in, and so I seen it. You know, all the media and blogs and everybody posting it, but that's what the family wanted. You know, the man lost his life. You know, a mother lost his son, and you know, family is grieving. So. Quavo, post, Quavo posted, I know you weren't my brother because you are my sister's son, so I couldn't say brother. Now I finally get it. You are our angel. And that's not even funeral etiquette. That's that's just y'all refuse to follow the rules. And that's because we live in an era that rewards people for those videos and pictures. If there was no social media, I don't think people would do that. They would just sit there and experience the moment. But we in the show and tell era, so. 
Who knows? Now, Cardi B also posted, Take off your untimely passing has brought a great deal of pain and sorrow to so many lives. The impact you had in this world was so considerable, and we have struggled to grasp this tragedy. I am heartbroken, but I am grateful for all the precious memories we got to share while you were here with us. This has truly been a nightmare, and the pain is incomparable. The emptiness your brothers are feeling is unbearable, and I pray that you give Offset Quavo and your friends and family the strength to keep going as they are trying to cope with this loss. I believe that angels send signs and beautiful dreams to loved ones to assure them that they're watching them and they're okay and happy. Send your mom some of those. As Amigos fan, it hurts me to look at pictures and videos of y'all together and hearing y'all songs that change the music industry and move the cultures and have the clubs lit. Mm, 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 mm. Now, uh, uh, Drake spoke as well at the funeral and they also have the obituary available online for people to read. Uh, to see more about that, all right? And they also said in lieu of flowers, they want people to consider a donation to the Rocket Foundation. That is uh, rocket-foundation.org. Wow. Well, rest in peace. And again, condolences to his family. Man. So sad. Brother was only, what, 28 years old? Energy, man. Mm -hmm. 28 years old. You know, I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, if Takeoff was 28, that means that we've been uh, interviewing the Migos since they was like 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Like the first time we ever sat down with them, they had to be like Quavo and Takeoff had to be like, well, take, Takeoff's two years old, it's like eighteen and sixteen or yeah, nineteen and seventeen or something like that. All right, now Dolly Parton has gotten a hundred million dollars from Jeff Bezos to give to her favorite charities. So she is the latest recipient of the Bezos Courage and Civility Award, and that's for leaders who pursue solutions with courage and civility. The money goes to organizations of your choice. So she was stunned to actually get this award on Friday with her, um, and she got that from him and his longtime partner, news anchor Lauren Sanchez. How old is Dolly Parton? Does it matter? Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? Because I, I, you know what? I, for some reason, I, I thought Dolly Parton passed. I, I, that's what, what I'm saying. Shut up, man. I swear to God. What is wrong with you? She's 76, okay. No, no, no. no I, I, honestly, why, you know. I, I get why Envy say that, though. She, you thought she, she passed? The, I did. I get why you say that. She was just she's inducted at, into the, hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, but I, she's at that. She's at that age that you know. If you hear that she passed, you're like, "Oh damn, I thought she'd been passed." But she's mm -hmm. 76 years Aren't old. Aren't her and Cher like the same age too? Hey, well, I would put Cher in that category as well. But she's 76 years old. Mm. All right, I never and heard a rumor good. that she God passed. So. <laughs> All right, and uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, 330 million dollars globally, set a new record for a November box opening with 180 million dollars domestically as well. So Damn. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Uh, yes, and I'm sure those numbers are going to go up. People couldn't even get tickets. So I can imagine that's going to hold. Yeah, I'm going this week. I'm going to take the kids this week. Mm -hmm. All right, and that is your rumor report. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Man, let's talk about uh, three people were killed and two others wounded. That was at the University of Virginia. There was a shooting, and police were searching for the suspect. All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Right now, get the lowest prices of the season on a great night's sleep during Mattress Firm's Veterans Day Sale. Save up to 60% on select mattresses, plus get free and fast delivery. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now, NFL Sunday. The Buccaneers beat the Seahawks. The Lions beat the Bears. The Dolphins beat the Browns. The Titans beat the Broncos. The Vikings beat the Bills. 
I heard that game was amazing. Did you see that game, Charlamagne? Oh, that, man, that was one of the best football games I've ever seen in my life. Mm. <laughs> and that was absolutely positively, uh, you know, the game of the year. But I've never seen a football game like that. If, you, if anybody who highlights. watched it know, know what I know what I was talking know what I'm talking about. That game yeah, was I seen the unbelievable. Highlights. Crazy. Yeah, the Giants beat the Texans 24-16. The Chiefs beat the Jaguars. The Steelers beat the uh, Saints. Colts beat the Raiders. Cardinals beat the Rams. How your Cowboys do, Charlamagne? We lost to the Packers, and that, <laughs> and that was a terrible loss. And we were supposed to beat the Packers. And, you know, next week we have the Vikings, which is no easy task. Vikings are what, 8-1? and one? No. Mm-hmm. The yeah, Vikings are, yeah, they are. Are eight, 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 they 8-1? Yeah. They're 8-1. They, they beat the Bills yesterday, 8-1. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and the 49ers beat the Chargers. I did Monday Night Football. The Commanders take on the Eagles at 8-15. All right, what else we got, Easy? All right, well, Kyrie Irving, his suspension was extended, so he didn't get to play against the Lakers, and he was suspended for at least five games earlier this month, and then uh, that would be the sixth game, the game against the Lakers. And so um, he's still listed as suspended by the Nets, and he posted on social media, I was not put here on earth to participate in any religious political wars or incite racial disharmony, prejudice within communities. We are all equal under the sun, and I'm here to participate in the building of an equal world and follow the word from the Most High God. Yeah. So, I'm not sure when he'll be back. All right. All right, now, a shooter killed three people and wounded two others at the University of Virginia's main campus in Charlottesville on Sunday, and the suspect, identified as a school student, is still at large, according to the university president, Jim Ryan. The campus was advised to shelter in place around 10.40 p.m. following the shooting. Uh, the suspect has been identified as Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. He's believed to be armed and dangerous, described as wearing a burgundy jacket with blue jeans and red shoes, and maybe driving a black SUV. Uh, university officials have not identified the victims or stated whether they were students. Wow. That's a really scary situation. So sad. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And two models in L.A. are asking that other curvy women speak out on size discrimination. They said they were denied entry to a club because of their bodies. Alexa J. and Ella Halakis, they first shared their story on TikTok. They went to the highlight room last week. They were going there to celebrate a friend's birthday. And they were standing in line with others who were also invited to the party. As their group got closer to the entrance, the women say everybody was allowed in except them. Uh, They said the bouncer looked them up and down and said, not tonight. And according to Alexa J, she felt embarrassed and humiliated. So she went home. She said to get ready and dressed up and feel so vulnerable that a man is now objectifying you at the door to see if you're worthy of coming in and having a drink or not is the worst feeling ever. And so right now, the parent company of the Highlight Room, Tao Group Hospitality, said in a statement they are aware of the incident. They're in contact with the women about their experience. They said, we are always appreciative of feedback on our operations and continue to work on how to improve our guest experience. Our company does not tolerate discrimination of any kind. And so they've gotten a message from the Highlight Room with the general manager's number, but they said that is not enough. They said in that moment it hurt because we have such a great following online. I have almost 600,000 followers on TikTok, but the second this happens in real life, everyone is silent. No one wants to stand up for you. So they want to share their experience online. They think this is the first time that people have faced prejudice because they are plus-size women. They said it doesn't matter your race, your size, your sexual orientation. If you have acne, if you're pretty, if you're ugly, it does not matter. And so right now they're using the hashtag not tonight as a way to reclaim the phrase. Yeah, I, no, I never thought about it 
<clears throat> I never thought about it from a legal perspective because, you know, our whole life we've been watching folks, you know, get dismissed from uh, not getting in the club. I'm sure that's happened to all of us in the room at some point, right? But mm-hmm. uh, do, does the, the person at the door have to tell you why they're not letting you in? Do they have to tell you it's because of the dress code or anything like that? Or, or I don't just, think they'll ever tell you that. You? Yeah, they're not going to say that, but if your whole entire group gets in and you're the two only two plus-size women and they look at you and say, not tonight... Yeah, they'll never say oh, no, no. that's the reason. They'll yeah. say it's it's oh you you know you didn't have like you know tuck your shirt into your pants or you're wearing sneakers or they'll make an excuse. But like you said, oh, forget feedback. About their that's discrimination. Saying, do they have to do they have to give you a reason? Though? Like do they have to tell you that it's because of the dress code or no. anything? No, they don't have to give oh, you a okay, reason. Okay. But I think that if a place has a history or does that a lot, like especially with racial discrimination, we've seen that happen a lot where everyone else gets in and then maybe the black people aren't getting in. And so you can make your own conclusion. If it happens enough and you're loud enough about it, something can happen. That used to happen in New York. Court, um, not per se if they, they have video. Because of my size. Yeah, if they have video, though. Because usually, you know, this. they got video, what if it's just a bouncer saying, hey, no, y'all not getting in tonight? But you it know, has to be a reason, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you, you got to have a. I just asked that. Y'all told me you don't have to have no, a reason. No, at the door, you don't have to give a reason. But you then don't when have something to like give this a reason, happens, but you have to tell why. Then now you're accountable. Like, what was the reason for not letting them in? Yeah, now you, you, now you have to answer that. Now that somebody's... Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, and then okay, imagine okay. other women come forward with those same experiences at that same location. Because yeah. as they've spoken up, maybe now there's a few other women who will be like, you know what, they did the same thing to me. I was going into a party with my friends. I didn't get in. And so that's how things happen when it's a pattern of behavior. Yeah, for fellas, they usually be like, you have to have a collared shirt. You have to tuck your shirt into your pants. You can't wear sneakers. You you can't have jeans. But it's the worst when you see somebody inside dressed like that, and you're like, how come the white person got in, and they got on a hat and a T-shirt, and you're telling me no No hats hats and no T-shirts? Correct. Because they paid the bouncer $200. That's another thing. They paid the bouncer, or they know somebody that owns the club. That happens Mm -hmm. all the time, too, you know? All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about funeral etiquette. Now, we were talking about takeoff funeral that happened Friday, and the family asked, said, hey, we're opening this up to the public. We want his fans to come and celebrate in his his, his life transitioning. And uh, we just asked, please, no pictures, please, no video. Y'all had People's, one job. There's one, one job. request. Y'all one request. that. Well, people didn't, and people posted video, people posted pictures, people posted so many different things. And then not only that, all the social media, the blog sites, you know, news, they reposted all of it. So what's and, and etiquette? You know what's so funny? They, they reposted, and, and, and only to say, and the family asked not to, uh, not, not, not for y'all, to, the family asked for y'all not to take pictures and videos. And it's like some of these blogs tried to scold people while still posting the video. That made no sense. 800-585-1051. Let's talk funeral etiquette. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how Black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about funeral etiquette. Now, this comes from Takeoff's funeral, who was laid to rest on Friday. The family opened up 
uh, his funeral to fans and the public so you know they can actually see him like the last time seeing him i would say so they asked please no video no pictures and of course people didn't listen there's pictures all over the place there's video there's all types of things all over the place so we're asking what is funeral etiquette all right let's start with you what are your thoughts um i mean you know for in general for funerals sure it's hard to say i think it depends on you know whose funeral it is and what their wishes are I do think it's tacky to like posting. Sometimes if it's like a program that gets distributed, you could post that. You know, if you want other people that maybe didn't get a chance to go to it to be able to see it. I, I've seen people do things like take a picture of the, you know, the body or take a selfie or things like that. I feel like that's weird, you know. Um, but a funeral is supposed to be a celebration of somebody's life, too. So I just think it depends on the family and the funeral that you're at. But I think taking pictures of the body or selfies with the body and things like that, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, well, first of all, I, I just don't like to attend funerals. It's just me. I just don't like to see the last time I see the person in that way. That is just me. I've seen, you know, family members take pictures. I don't. I, I just don't like to that to be in my mind is the last time I seen the person but if the family says something I think people should respect it you know what I mean I, I think if they say no videos no pictures take no videos and no pictures if you want to talk about it how somebody made you feel or how sad it was I, don't, I think that's fine but if they just ask no pictures no video I just say you just follow what they say Charlamagne yeah I don't go to funerals <clears throat> so I don't know what funeral etiquette is uh, I don't like funerals I'm not going to mind if I can help it but uh, to put to both of y'all point you know here's the thing if you are anywhere and someone asks you not to take pictures and videos and you still take pictures and videos you're an a-hole but especially at a funeral okay if a person asks you not to take pictures and videos at a funeral and you still take pictures and videos you're an a-hole and all these folks who went to take off funeral and did that you are a selfish ego driven a-holes because you cared more about your social media than you did takeoff that funeral was not about you it was about takeoff if you want a funeral that's about you then die yeah and and i would also say it's you know even when i seen social media posting the clips and and you know uh some of the websites posting clips i just thought it was disrespectful because like Charlemagne said earlier the, the first thing that they say is the family asked no videos to go out and then Simple they show a video it just didn't make Word any up. sense. I was just confused because I didn't know. I saw some websites like Entertainment Tonight like posting it live. I didn't know if it was streaming or if they did some type of something for people to see. I'm not sure. But I did see that. So I don't know what that was. Like, I don't know if, you know, they did something where people could watch if they couldn't go because I know they did open it up to the public. I didn't see no official clips anywhere. All I saw was them say that they didn't want nobody to take uh, pictures and videos. And then you started seeing pictures and videos mm -hmm. leak and blogs start posting them. And all you saw in the comments was people saying, didn't they tell y'all not to uh, um, take pictures and videos? It's like, right. damn, y'all can't follow that one simple request from the family. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? This is Keisha from Detroit. Hey, Keisha from the D. What up, though? What up, though? What's going on? How you feeling? What, what, what's your thoughts on funeral etiquette? Uh, I just think that uh, nowadays people are not respectful of anybody's request, even when it comes to funeral. People post a picture or video or anything, even when asked not to, especially if it's a famous person. Um, they want to be the first one to post when it comes to blogs or even individuals. They want to be the first person. Anything for attention, anything for a like, and it's really disgusting to say the least. Um, the morals and values that our forefathers had, they they don't have them anymore. It's like everything I is agree. for social media, everything is for attention. So it's just a really disgusting way of life that's going on right now. I agree. I agree. 
All right. Thank you, Mama. Hello. Who's this? This is Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Where you calling from? Virginia. Okay. What's your thoughts on funeral etiquette? So, I feel like a lot of, like, with funeral etiquette, I do respect your position in it. But I also feel like when you're famous, that's the price of fame. Like, these people no, live not. their lives in the mind. Like, you get what I'm saying? And it's people no. that want to know. And no. in response to Charlamagne saying that if sites out here or these same blogs is, is bashing these people for posting it, y'all just reported it. And you bashing it. Like, we still heard a clip from the funeral that you got. Like, oh, I, I agree. I didn't think we should have played the clips either. I said that. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what we said. I don't know if you heard time, it. It was nowhere near this outrage when it was Michael Jackson's funeral. Like they asked the same thing, and nobody respected that. Like, nope. It's, well, that, 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 that's 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 not true because Michael Jackson's funeral was on TV. So you are damn lying. The family, uh, and if the family did say, the, the family was also out asking for privacy. If there, if I get that inside of respect, Michael for Jackson's the funeral was on TV, man. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying because he's a public figure. It's fame. Everybody, you, you but Takeoff's funeral wasn't on TV. Takeoff's totally family, Takeoff's take take family asked people not to take pictures and videos. They that was and a specific request. To the public, when people, when when you go to an establishment, they ask you not to do something. Like when you go to these comedy shows and they don't want, they make sure that they regulate that there are no pictures being taken. There are nobody. There's no way that that can be leaked. It so you, 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 you think they should have took the people's phones is what you're saying. I, and, and by the way, I agree with that. My, if it was my family member, and I'm telling you that I want you to respect the fact that I don't want no pictures taken, I'm going to make sure that that's in place so that nobody can take pictures. I'm not risking that. Yeah. That's right. Because people don't, because we know, because we know n****s do not listen. Yeah, yeah but, they should have had those pouches that you could put the phones in, you know, because I, I think you expect that when you say that and you open up this, you know, to the public where they can come to the arena, you know how people are. Yeah, you know how people are. That doesn't yeah, make it shame. right, though. It's a shame we can't. At the same time, the same way that these families are, are experiencing these losses are the same way that these fans are. We take this hard. And some of us aren't able to, to be there or to be, it's, it's almost impossible for us all to be there. I don't feel like there's a disrespect there. I feel like there is an etiquette, you know, barrier, I guess. But um, again, when you open it to the public, that's what it is. It's public. See, I yeah, totally it's a shame. It's a, sh it's a shame we can't expect people to listen. It's a shame grown people can't follow rules. It's a shame. Yeah, we're, we're saying yeah, but oh, because we let them in. They, they said no. The family asked that. That's that's what the family asked. We shouldn't that's have right. to take somebody's phone. We're like we're adults. We shouldn't have to. If they that's say right. hey, I'm opening the opening this up to the public because I want you to share in the ceremony. And the only thing that we ask is not to take video, not to take pictures. We're all grown. It's yeah. not like a, a five-year-old I mean, that's kid I, that's doing it. That's it ideal, like, but with grown, those- Don't do it. With those thousands of people, most of them who you know you don't know personally, people aren't respectful. And, and the, uh, and and, and the saying, sense of entitlement people have, right? The, exactly. the fact that you say, they, you, well, you should have took our phone if you didn't want us to take pictures. No, I asked you not to. You grown. You, you don't know how to follow rules. Grown. If the and, white man tell you not to do something, you're going to listen. And not only that, you, people also got to understand when a lot of people do these comedy shows, these are comedy shows and things that are planned. Takeoff's death wasn't planned. They had a funeral set in five days. So they had to put all this together. They wouldn't have had enough time. So they asked you politely, please do not take pictures, do not take videos. We're grown. And people disrespect it. So yeah, I, I think it was disrespectful mm -hmm. regardless. If they're a celebrity or not. If people are asked, don't do it. That's 800-585-1051. Let's talk more about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about takeoff. His funeral was over the weekend, and we're asking funeral etiquette. What's funeral etiquette? You know, his family asked not to post any pictures, not to take any videos, and obviously that that didn't happen. There's videos and pictures all over the place. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? Hello, who's this? Kyle. Hey, Kyle. What, what are your thoughts on funeral etiquette? Um, I just think that, man, people, like, as a general, just get so caught up in the fact that, oh, this is this is takeoff funeral, uh, you know, like the celebrity aspect of it, mm-hmm. and, and like the family just they ask, just please no videos, please no photos. We want, you know, his fans to be able to celebrate his life, and I guarantee that there were people that heard that and thought to themselves, or even said out loud, "F that, you know, this is this is takeoff funeral. I'm about to take a video. I'm about to take a picture just so I could post about it and say how." sad it is or say how sorry I am for the family but really all that's voided out because you went directly against the family's wishes right which was two simple things it's it's we got to remember that this is a human being this is a funeral this isn't like an act this isn't a movie this is a real life some people are hurt like you know that are going to take years to get over them losing a family member and, and we're so concerned about posting a tweet or posting a post on Instagram and getting 150 likes from people that you've never met or will meet ever in life. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I agree. it's kind of sad. I agree. Disgusting. People forget that he's a human. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, he was a celebrity. Yeah, yes, he was a, a a platinum artist. I'm not sure if they won a Grammy, but it doesn't matter. He's a human at the end of the day. And if the family allowed people to come in and see and just say, hey, my one wish is not to take pictures and videos, people should... How about, Listen, how, bye about, bye. how about stop letting your ego drive? How about stop being selfish? How about understand that you're at somebody's funeral? It's not about you or your Facebook or your Instagram or your Twitter. Like, damn. Right. Hello, who's this? It's Hot Rod from Ohio. Hot Rod, what What's up, up, man? What's your thoughts, bro? What's up? Man, listen, man. All right, we understand. Okay, the funeral happened. Yeah, when we when you ask black people to not bring phones, you not you really think they're not going to bring a phone? You not think they're going to get it in the building? Well, they didn't say you would, couldn't bring a phone. They just asked you not to take pictures or video. Yeah, but then, okay, that's fine. But then the first picture I see is of the city girls, and they posing. No, that was a, that was an official picture from an official photographer at the funeral. They did invite media and press to come and, um, you know, take pictures, but not to film inside. Yeah, but they said no picture. They see somebody, but you see somebody take a picture. You're going to take a picture, too. But those were official pictures that they put out later. Which, which, which is uh, like just like a comedy show. When you go to a comedy show and they ask you, you know, not to post things, it's because they have their own official photographers, their own official videographers. So when you see something from the comedy show, it's because this is what they want you to see. Oh, okay. I get it now, man. My bad. Like, But I'm just saying, like, dang, y'all see pictures uh, already shooting, so everybody going to shoot some pictures. Yeah, no, oh, they, they, they didn't take any sh- the shots inside, I believe. It was only outside. All right, okay. No, All I, right, saw some, I saw All some right, okay. official I'm... shots from inside. But they even had the they had the photographer's name listed and everything. Mm. Hello, who's this? Hey, this your girl, Miss Reese, your favorite plus diva from Georgia. Good morning from Georgia. What's your thoughts? Okay, honestly, I truly feel like fan or not, you should not show up to anybody's funeral. The only time I would ever show up at somebody's funeral is to be the support of the family. That's it. If I did not know you personally, don't show up. Then I'm not also going to 
I'm not also taking no pictures or no video. That's disrespectful to the family. So you're saying the fans shouldn't have been there at all anyway. Would you want somebody to take pictures and record your family member laying there? Well, it might come to that, right? Say what? I said it might come to that in the future because, I mean, you know, even though, you know, celebrities are public figures and when they pass away, you know, somebody that's of takeoff's magnitude, you know, you want to share that experience with the fans. It might come to a point where they might not, not do that anymore. It might just be for the family now. And the fans may miss out because people can't listen. Family. It should be for the family. Even though I was a fan, I'm still hurt, but I'm hurt from a distance. Mm-hmm. I did not know that man personally, so I'm not going to be in y'all personal space like that. Well, I think it was a memorial service, not necessarily a funeral. So I'm sure the family did a private thing as well. But this was something that was because he had a lot of fans. They want people to feel, you know, if you feel a connection, uh, then they want to make sure that you're able to come together. Okay, I mean, that was the family's decision to do no that. But they still said no picture in the video during the memorial service, right? Yeah, it did. But yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with them saying that people can come. Like I said, that's I mean, different. it was a public I mean, funeral. I understand that. That's not. That's different. Okay, I get that. But still, no pictures and video. If that's what they wanted, mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, people right. should have been able to follow that simple rule, but not nowadays because everybody's so selfish and everybody got uh, you know, their own feed that they gotta feed. So, all right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is learn how to follow directions. It's amazing to me how y'all are coming up with excuses to do what someone asked you not to do. That's really the moral of the story, right? They asked you not to take pictures and videos, but, you know, everybody's so selfish and ego-driven nowadays that they care more about their social media than respecting a grieving family's wishes. Man, boy. All right, well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Dave Chappelle hosting SNL. We'll give you some... uh We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. 
along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Of the highlights from his opening monologue. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And I just want to uh, add something to the uh, takeoff uh, thing that we were just talking about. A friend of mine actually attended the service. Uh, shot to Kenya. Uh, they, uh, hit me and said, I'm listening as usual. I want to just tell you one thing. They did use the yonder pouches and made us put our phones in them before entering the arena. So they did actually have those pouches. So I guess people knew that they had those pouches, snuck their phone in anyway, and and took pictures and video regardless. So they did actually have those pouches. Shout out to you, Kenya. You disrespectful bastards. You should be ashamed of yourself. And listen, uh, I want to salute to everybody in Nashville. Drop on the clues bonds for Nashville. I love Nashville. Okay, I call Nashville White Atlanta. It's always a good time when you go to Nashville. But uh, this past weekend, the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Nissan, we flew 40 HBCU students to Nashville for our first ever Thrill of Possibility Summit. And that is a summit that is created to support HBCU students in science and technology uh, Mm -hmm. related STEAM courses and introduce them to exclusive career development opportunities. It was a complete and total success, man. Uh, Those kids give me so much hope for the future, so salute to them. We had a ball in Nashville this weekend. Drop on the clues bombs for everybody uh, that, that, that we actually flew. Uh, to participate in this event, man. And uh, I got a salute to the good people at Slim and Huskies in Nashville, man. Drop on the clues bombs for Slim and Huskies. Clint and Moe and EJ. Boy, we had a ball in there on Saturday night uh, after after the Thrill of Possibility Summit. So thank you, Nashville, for a yeah, great shout time. Shout out to Nashville. We, we usually do that each and every year. We 
uh, do the similar thing, and we have like a big party after for all the students, and, and it's always a surprise. So shout to I, I love they do that every year. So very really 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 dope. All right, all right, we'll figure it out. We'll be back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Quick, it's <laughs> over. The Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over. <laughs> it's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right, Dave Chappelle, third time hosting Saturday Night Live, and his opening monologue has gotten plenty of attention. The day that, um, the next day on Sunday after it aired, I was looking at um, the Saturday Night Live YouTube page, and I saw it was already at like 3.5 million views um, in less than 24 hours, okay? And so one of the things that he addressed is his friend, Kanye West. Here's what he had to say. But when he woke up, he went on Drink Champs again. This time, he was on one. He was mad about something. He said, I can say anti-Semitic things, and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Adidas dropped that immediately. Ironically, Adidas was founded by Nazis. And they were offended. I guess the students surpassed the teacher. It's a big deal. He had broken the show business rules. Is this a rule? You know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence and he should never speak about it. Kanye got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble. The one thing people forget when they say Adidas was founded by Nazis is that Germany also went through uh, denazification. Google denazification if you don't know what denazification is. All right. In addition to that, he uh, talked some more about Kanye West and Kanye's comments speaking on Jewish people. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. And those words are the and juice. I've never heard someone do good after they said that. Kanye's gotten into some scrapes before. Normally when, he, when he's in trouble, I pull up, pull up immediately. But this time I was like, you know what? Uh, let me see what's going to happen first. Let's see. Yeah. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, strange tweet. It was like, um, I'm feeling a little sleepy. I'm going to give me some rest. But when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. And then he just went to bed. I was up all night worried. What is he going to do to the Jews? All right. And I saw some websites having issues with this, but I saw a lot more people saying, and I saw people saying I'm Jewish and I thought this was very funny and not anti-Semitic at all. Um, well, yeah, I saw uh, I saw the ADL. The ADL is upset about Dave's monologue. And, um, you know, like you said, some folks are saying he's normalizing anti-Semitism. I believe the ADL should use this opportunity to teach because at this point, this isn't getting us anywhere because I've learned a lot about what is considered to be anti-Semitic over the last couple of years, but I personally didn't hear anything that would be considered anti-Semitic in Dave's monologue. So I think the ADL should teach folks what's considered anti-Semitic instead of just coming out and labeling people anti-Semitic because that is a very dangerous label. And I think anybody who says that, you know, Dave's monologue is normalizing anti-Semitism, use these moments as opportunities to teach because clearly there's a whole lot of people who don't even know what being anti-Semitic is because I... I I know, I, yeah. I've been learning I, I know that wasn't Dave's intention, because Dave literally started the monologue off denouncing anti-Semitism. So if they're telling me now that you know his monologue normalized anti-Semitism, I would like to be taught what exactly in that was anti-Semitic, so people don't make that mistake again. That's what I think should happen. All right. In addition to that, um, 
Let's get down to to him talking about Donald Trump. Dave Chappelle has some things to say about why do people love Donald Trump so much? How did all that happen? And I'm watching the news now. They're declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, what would be your evidence? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, God damn. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, I, listen, I loved Dave's, uh, his, his views on politics. The second half of the monologue was the best part to me. All right, he yes. Was breaking down the midterms and, 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 you know, why people like Trump and stuff like that. Well, here's more about, about what he had to say about Trump and Trump's taxes when Hillary Clinton was like, he didn't pay his taxes. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> I remember and then that. he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. Ooh. Listen, do you remember? I remember when he did that. And I remember <laughs> us being on air saying, He's right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel him. I feel him. I Jesus. remember that. I remember that verbatim. Mm-hmm. And then he spoke on Herschel Walker, and we've been talking about this runoff that is going to be happening on December 6th between uh, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Here's what he had to say about Herschel Walker. Now the midterms are over, and it's crazy climate. And I got to tell you, uh, I feel like this midterm, like all of humanity depends on it. And it's an ominous sign. The most ominous sign of the midterms, I believe, would be Herschel Walker. I don't want to speak badly of because he's black. <laughs> but I have to admit, he's, um, he's observably stupid. <laughs> Even when he's not talking, his mouth be open a little bit. Like. <laughs> he's the kind of guy that looks like he thinks before he makes a move on tic-tac-toe. <laughs> but Dave is hilarious. Once again, you're giving Herschel Walker too much credit, man. It's the Republican Party. They know as long as the, whoever they put in that seat, it could literally be a fish. It could be Charlie the Tuna running for Senate in Georgia, and if he had a chance to win and could win that seat, they would put him there because they know Charlie the Tuna going to do what the rest of the Republican Party says to do. You know, but it's still important for everybody in Georgia to go out and vote as well so that, uh, you know, you're not relying on, like, a Joe Manchin to make a decision on what's going to happen in Congress. All right, now um, let's talk about Fat Joe. He's talking about inflation at the supermarket. He said his wife is upset with the economy because everybody's doing terrible out here. And we have more friends that are middle class to poor than we have rich friends. This was um, on Yahoo Finance Presents. He said, you know, my wife came home from the supermarket. She had one bag and it was $350, one bag of groceries. And so there is a 7.7% increase over last year. And the cost of groceries is up. Um, also by 12.4% compared to prior to that as well. So that is something that, um, you know, the holidays are coming out. And we got to think about this right Yeah, now. I've been saying that for, you know, the last couple of months, that the price of orange juice shot up crazy, and the price of uh, milk and formula, and the price of fruit shot up crazy. The price so, of yeah, eggs, the price of 
no, it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and man, of course, the price gas. Of been high for about a year and a half, man. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. To y'all, the price of what? No whiten. I don't know. Oh, white. I don't know. Oh, fish. About it. Okay. Well, he said white. Right. I said what? Are you talking? Yes. The price of white been skyrocketing for shit. the longest. Seafood has been up as well. If I was talking to you know when you're talking to people up north, you got to talk about the price of oxtails. The, pr- the price you of go. oxtails and the price of goat. They understand, you know, that down south you say the price of whiten. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, who you giving your donkey to, man? Speaking of somebody who was trying to fix the system when it comes to these taxes, boy. <laughs> Man, there's a man in St. Petersburg, Florida, named Matthew Meredith. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him, okay? All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor, and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum. Large size condoms. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitchy. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Oh, it's me? It's my fault. Okay. Donkey of the day for Monday, November 14th goes to a 39-year-old St. Petersburg, Florida man named Matthew Meredith. Now, what does your Uncle Charla always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And today's story is no exception, okay? Matthew was arrested last week for making fraudulent requests for tax refunds, something that I'm sure a lot of people have done, okay? Don't you don't you try don't you try to sink down in your seat now, okay? All right. I don't know why though. Y'all still think y'all can play with the IRS. All right. Y'all do realize the IRS is undefeated, right? Okay. The IRS is more undefeated than the internet. Perfect record. Undisputed, undefeated champion of the world in every weight class, and it's not even close. But Matthew Meredith decided to do what so many before him have attempted to do and failed miserably. Okay, he tried to get over on the IRS, but I will give Matthew some credit. Matthew decided to shoot for the stars. You hear me? I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it big because when you get caught, and you're going to get caught, you're going to prison. So why not? Now, what did Matthew do? Well, according to the indictment, he submitted five claims for a tax refund between August 2019 and February 2020. In total, those claims exceeded. How much you think they exceeded, Envy? Just take a wild guess. How much you think his 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 fraudulent tax claims exceeded? I have no clue. Just guess. Just throw a number out there. Just million think, dollars. Florida, thirty nine years old. How much? A million dollars. <clears throat> a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> uh, Angela Yee. Angela Yee. How much do you think uh, this man's fraudulent tax claims exceeded? What you think? Just throw a number out there. Yee. Um, twelve million dollars. Okay, twelve million. Now, Envy said a million. Angela Yee said twelve million. Let the record show it. Envy is way off. Angela Yee's closer, but she's Shut way up. off. Okay? Shut up, man. Shut Matthew up. Matthew Meredith's claims exceeded 
Let me make sure I saw this number right. Let me just make sure before I say this, before I repeat this. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Matthew Meredith's claims exceeded $170 million. Okay. <laughs> In fraudulent tax claims. $170. Okay. Authorities say Meredith falsified his income and withholdings in each of the claims on November 23rd, 2019. <clears throat> the IRS issued Meredith a check for a little over. $6.3 million for his first submitted claim, but that wasn't enough for Meredith. No, he couldn't leave well enough alone. The next day, he filed a second fraudulent tax claim, this time seeking $4 million. Okay, now listen. Now listen to this, right? Authorities say Meredith... <laughs> what do you think he used the money for? What do you think... What do you, th what do you think his first purchase was? Okay, huh? What do you Car think? or jewelry. Car jewelry. What do you say, Yee? Um, hmm. I would say a car. A car jewelry. Well, a car was his second purchase. His first purchase, he did have the wherewithal to go buy a house. Okay. okay so from the initial refund, he went and purchased a 6,500-square-foot waterfront mansion in St. Petersburg. He spent like $2.6 for that. Then the indictment alleges that Matthew purchased six luxury Mercedes-Benz vehicles with a total value of 843000 Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought he was finished. Okay, Matthew's tax fraud scheme occurred while he was under supervised release from a 2016 federal conviction on drug-related charges. Oh, Matthew woke up one day without an F to give. Okay, and now he is being charged with making false claims against the government theft of government property and money laundering if he is convicted on all counts, which he will be. Matthew could face up to 75 years in federal prison. He also would have to return the money and forfeit the house and vehicles. Let me tell you something, man. The IRS has to be doing stuff like this to be funny. All right, you're not going to tell me that it's not someone reading these requests, laughing their ass off, and saying, hey, man, just give him the money. Let's see what he does with it. All right? They know y'all on BS, but they just want to see what y'all going to do if they grant you this request. Okay, Matthew probably had Hate Me Now by Nas playing as soon as he purchased that mansion. I know he was in the living room of that mansion with two bottles of Casamigos hitting the gritty until those alphabet boys knocked on that door and said, grand opening, grand closing. Well, at least you will be in Florida jail with a story to tell. Please give Matthew Meredith the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Hey, man, if you're going to do it, do it big. Because I'm telling you right now, as soon as you uh, decide to wage that war with the IRS, you're going to lose. What's his name? Matthew Meredith. You don't want to play a game? I do not want to play a game. <laughs> I do not. You want to play a game? game? I don't even. I really don't know what race he is, though. Okay. I really have no idea. All I right. don't know. I don't All want right. to play a game. Okay. All right. Thank you for the donkey of the day. Now I let's open up he, the I'm gonna be honest with you, though. I don't hmm? think he's black, though. You know, I, I didn't say he was. I just said you want to play think, a game. I don't think a I don't think a black person would try the IRS like this. I could be wrong, though. Hmm. Look it up. Somebody look it up just for us to have behind the scenes. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Since we talk in IRS. And by, and, and by the way, you can remain anonymous with this topic, even though it is the radio. So all you got to do is give a different name. Nobody will know it's you. We're asking, what's the wildest thing you claimed on your taxes? Oh, by the way, by the way, 
Mm-hmm. By the way, what? Matthew Meredith is not black. I didn't okay. think he was. Yeah, Matthew Meredith is absolutely positively of a lighter hue. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was black. When you he, said he, he, he bought... He, he looks white, but he, he... I mean, it's Florida, so he could be Cuban as well, but I'm not sure. Yeah, when you said he bought eight Mercedes-Benzes, I knew he wasn't black. We're going to go oh, all the way with we're it. Going, we're going for the spirits. We're going all the way with it. The we're gonna go, yes, Rose. right. We're going to go Rolls Royce. <laughs> we're going Lamborghini. We're going Ferrari. We're going old school 69 Camaros with the big. Like, we're going all the way. We're not doing no Mercedes Benz if we get $6 million. Yeah, all right, so eight hundred looks Caucasian. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the wildest thing you claimed on your taxes? And you could be anonymous. And I know the IRS listens. Good morning. How you guys doing? This is this a bad idea. To me. I, I don't claim. You don't know these people. I don't claim anything that's that I'm not supposed to. I just want to put that out there. Good morning to the IRS for listening. Hey, I salute you guys. Good morning. And let's be clear, the IRS, there, there's nothing that anybody going to call up here and say that the IRS don't already know. They're just they going to come get y'all at some point in life. Maybe not. Maybe not. But <laughs> Let us know. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Oh, man, a brother named Matthew Meredith, man. Matthew Meredith is 39 years old. He's from St. Petersburg, Florida. And boy, when I say he jumped out the window on his fraudulent tax claims, he jumped out the window. He put in tax claims that exceeded over $170 million. Mm-mm-mm. And he got back how much the first time? Uh, over $6.3 million and uh, $4 million the second time. Wow. So it worked. So what? <laughs> yeah, he going to jail. Um, so we're asking 800-585-1051. What's the wildest thing you put on your taxes? Nothing. Me neither. Charlamagne? <laughs> no, I've never been that person. I mean, uh, like, I've, I've never been the person to make fraudulent tax claims just because I know that you can't play with the IRS. <laughs> like, I've, I've seen, I'm, a, I, I'm the type of person that's, I'm, you know how they say smart people learn from their own mistakes, wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Why would I play with an institution that has historically shown me they don't play? Correct. Yeah, I feel like I over. I feel like I overpay my taxes. I'd be like, I can't write this off. My account's like, no, you cannot. Like, you know, things I've heard other people write off. I'm like, why can't I write this off? But I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, and I don't believe in stealing. Like, that's just stealing. I don't want nothing that's not mine. I'm not doing that. Well, I wouldn't say it's stealing. Yeah, because it's it's your money. They take a percentage. But I'm happy. Damn lie. It's stealing. Yeah, but sometimes you don't know like what you can and can't write off. It's, you know, it's, there's definitely some things that are borderline. Like you might be like, "Can I write clothes off?" Well, if you're using it for TV appearances, but some accountants might tell you you can't write that off. You know, and tax Man. codes change all the time. So sometimes you're not sure what used to be able to be written off can't be written off anymore. Hey, I'm not playing this something. game with you. That's if, why we if, go if to experts. If, if your claim exceeds $170 million. But I, I mean, that's the next level. No, that's ridiculous. If you ain't make nowhere near over 200 if you ain't make that kind of money, you know you steal. But yeah, that, in that case, yeah. That is stealing. Absolutely. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Cutting the line. Yo, this is Craig, man. Craig, I hope that's not your real name. What's the craziest thing you done put on your taxes, brother? It damn sure ain't, because one year, she, uh, things are so hard, I had to claim a crackhead. 
way. <laughs> you just claimed the extra you person, a random person. Damn crackhead. I literally, well, it ain't a random. On the block, we got a lot of crackheads. And so I just offered one of them $100 for the social. He gave it up, and, you know, we had a little change. <laughs> All right, Craig. You a damn lie. You ain't claimed no crackhead on your life. He said he did. Why that? You just going to lie like that. And you know what's bad? This morning, we definitely told somebody to claim some of Envy's kids on their taxes. Well, that's different. They were joking because they ain't claiming my kids. That's against the law, and I don't do anything against the law when, when for the IRS. Good morning, IRS. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey. Anonymous. What's your fake name? Hey, Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> what's the craziest thing you claimed on your taxes, Anonymous? Nothing illegal, but what I want to say about dude that got over on the earth he need to teach a class because I'm just trying to get back 5000 <laughs> on my tax return. Well, why you say he should teach a class? He going to prison. He facing 75 years. I don't care where he going, but I need to, I need to at least get $5,000. I work hard. You're not going to go to jail for 5000 though. <laughs> yes, you will. You go to jail for stealing anything. I'll no, I'm just saying she would not want to have to go to jail for $5,000. Oh, 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 oh. No, no. I didn't say I want to go to jail. I didn't say I want to do anything. Well, really then you don't want this man's class. Yeah, married. Up to, I mean, the thing is, man, I, I don't. I, look, I'm not about to tell you. Now. I'm about to say five thousand dollars don't seem like a lot of money, but I ain't playing with the IRS, Brett. I don't want nobody playing with my money. The IRS don't want nobody playing with theirs. I get it. I want every cent. Well, hello, who's this? Hey, this, this, this. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna say anonymous, man. All right, we'll just call you Chuck. Chuck, what's the craziest thing you put on your taxes? Oh uh, man, I claim my brother' kids. Man, he had three kids. They needed a car. I had a Cadillac. Claim the kids, turn around, they said the kids went no no government assistance. Come back a year later, I got seven thousand for. Come back a year later, IRS said it was gonna take everything I had. <laughs> and what'd you and what'd you say to the IRS? Please, no, please. They sent they sent me a couple letters at first, I thought they was playing. Then they sent me a letter said they're gonna put a lien on everything I had. Why did you wife. think they was playing? <laughs> yeah, why, why do you think they was playing? Why you they was playing? You know, because everybody was doing it. You know, I didn't think I was going to be the only one to get caught. Yeah, you know, they said they was going to put a lien on everything. My wife got upset. I turned around. We had to go pay them boys back. They was not playing with me. That's right. All right. I, I, and I'll tell you one a, thing. They is, got is, a free car. Yeah, they got a free car because you, you got to pay them back. I'll tell you one thing. There's nothing worse than getting an IRS letter in the mail. As soon as you just see it, it just it just messes up your day. I got one. I, the, I got it. one the other day. I be, but I opened them right away, even though I'm nervous. But it wasn't anything bad. It was just them verifying something. No, nah, I sent it straight to the account. I don't even want to see. Yeah, it. That's what I do. I do the same. I send it right to my account. Yeah, there we go. No, yeah. they just wanted to make sure because um, when they filed my taxes, that it was really me filing it. I guess there's a lot of fraud. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the wildest thing you put on your taxes? You can call. You can be anonymous. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking to IRS. Charlamagne gave who donkey today, Charlamagne? Man, Matthew Meredith, he is a man from St. Petersburg, Florida, who exceeded fraudulent tax claims of over $170 million. And he got $6.3 back uh, for one claim and $4 million back for another claim. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what's the wildest thing or the craziest thing you claimed on your taxes? Hello, who's this? 
Hey, what's up, man? This is uh, this is Dave Chappelle. <laughs> okay. Hi, okay. Dave. All right, Dave. So what's the craziest thing you claim on your taxes? So it's not super crazy, but back in the day, my friend, they kept taking his taxes because he, he owed money. So I claimed his daughter for him, right? And I got audited. And he accused oh. uh, he accused me of stealing his uh, his money from him. So I just sent him the pictures of all the audit, audit papers, and then I cut him off. Wow. And what <laughs> happened when after they audited you? I had to pay the money back. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. And your friend thought you were lying. He thought I was lying. I sent him the pictures of all the audit papers, and I never rocked with him again because we knew each other for years, and he accused me of stealing. And also, DJ Envy, I just want to say, I met you a couple weeks ago. You was, in, um, you was filming East New York. And you a genuine brother, man. I just want to say you showed me mad love that day, and I just want to say I had a good interaction with you, and I appreciate you for being a real brother. I oh, appreciate that, man. Yeah, East New York, I think my episode comes out in two weeks. Uh, of course, it's a show on CBS every Sunday at 9 p.m. Shout out to the staff of uh, East New York, and can't wait to get back out there. But appreciate you, brother. Hello, who's it? Hey, what's up? This is Darnell Rollins. Oh my God! Y'all gotta stop using these fake names. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Right? Now, I I didn't see a lot of people create um claim some crazy things on their taxes, like kids. You know, say gas, like if they doing Uber Eats or like you know different things, right? That's mm-hmm. just, like that's some of the craziest things that I've seen people um claim on their taxes. But I I, I got a real question though, right? Um, every time is these kind of um things happening, like somebody got caught up for scamming or Biden that he's pushing the um, the thing where people's gonna get locked up for the PVP thing. Charlamagne, you always seem like like yeah, like they they, they coming for you. Like and I, and like it's, it's either like you want people to get caught or you're glad that these people get caught. And, and my whole thing is right. You made it up out the struggle, so you don't, so you like you like you. I don't know like how your pockets is not pocket watching or nothing like that. But you 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 doing well. You're know saying people out here really. Struggling. You know what I'm saying? Sir, and, and sir, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. Listen, here's the thing. From the beginning, when they had those PPP loans, I told everybody out there when I saw how things were going that you're going to end up in PPP prison. Now, if you don't care about our people going to jail, fine. I do. Nah, it's not about. It's not about. That's our, exactly it's what about, it's about. I care about our people. I, I care about that, right? But I feel like, like, it's some in life, sometimes if, if there's no no, risk, there's no reward. No, stop sometimes making excuses for people to do the. There's no right way to do the wrong thing. Yeah, I don't no like seeing our sometimes. people in prison. Some people don't have the same opportunities that everybody bruh. got. Cut it out, bro. No, like, I, I agree. No, I, I agree. I, some I, people don't have the same opportunities, but if we see a scam that's about to get everybody locked up, would yes. you prefer us tell you than you? Yes. Then people just do it and think they're gonna get away with it. <laughs> yes, right, that's, that's that's right. Yes, right. Yeah, tell me. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, you're right. You're right. You had to tell people. I know you're right. You you're not about to call up here and convince us that we wrong for warning no, people I'm, about these things. No, no, but I'm but I'm just saying though because it's different from when you like when you when you in, like you in the hood, you in the project, and you sitting down and you. No, bro. Listen, listen. You, if I was in the hood and I was sitting next to somebody and I saw them filling out a form and they had tax claims that exceeded over 170 million dollars, I'm gonna say, boy, you going to prison. Your ass is you going to him, prison. You're going to tell him that. You're going to tell him that, but you're not going to help him spend some of that bread? No. No. Hell no. Because now you're an accessory. Absolutely not. <laughs> you're now you're an accessory, so now you get locked up for that, too. Hey, hey, Donnell Rollins, give me your real name. I got that. Give me your real name. Give me your real name right now. Good morning, man. Good morning. No, give me your real name, bro. Well, I just want to tell you on uh, Twitter, uh, somebody named Damn One says, The Breakfast Club is giving opish vibes this morning. It's a trap. Don't call it. <laughs>
<laughs> I agree. I'm like, listen. <laughs> What's the moral of the story, guys? Man, the moral of the story is, man, you cannot beat the IRS. <laughs> no, right? that's the moral of the story. If any of this stuff seems too good to be true, it's because it is. Correct. Correct. And again, I'd like to say good morning to the IRS. Hope hope you guys have a great day. Get some extra sugar in your coffee. Get a donut, Danish, whatever you enjoy. Have a great morning out there. All right. That's right. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Nas. Now, of course, he has a new album out that everyone's talking about. But in addition to that, he had a, an unfortunate situation at his home. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Let's just talk sweetie. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Sweetie has some new music coming, and just so y'all know, she's not going to be arguing with y'all online. She's going to put it in the music. She was on stage at the Teen Vogue Summit, and here's what she said. So, I do have a song called No Reception, and it's it's like my icy girl. It's like my pretty freestyle, but it's a freestyle just getting off everything that's been in the media for this past year. Because mm. it's like, for me, I'm not going to argue with you online, and I'm not going to address no bull. Like sometimes I'll be looking at stuff and I'll be like, y'all can't be serious. Like I can't be, no, sometimes it's just so outrageous. It's just like, damn, I'm that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it's just like, y'all can't be making this stuff up. But since y'all want to, I'm finna address it in the music. I mean, I think that's the best bet to address it on on the song. I mean, hell yeah, y'all, y'all money all that free content, make Instagram pop and Twitter pop and everybody else pop. Might as well make a song. Now, she had earlier said that she's going to be putting out two albums before the end of the year. She told Rolling Stone that the single life and pretty bitch music would be coming pretty soon. Okay. All right, 50 Cent. He's going to be hosting the Drew Barrymore show, so you can watch that today. Apparently, she got COVID, so he's taken over. And he's going to be hosting, um, today's November 14th, right? Yes. All right, 50 said, you got to catch the Drew Barrymore show. Drew caught COVID, so I had to take over. This was crazy. You got to see this. So that'll be fun to see him doing daytime uh, television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, he also was trolling Diddy over the weekend. Uh, there were rumors that him and Young Miami broke up. And I don't know if that's true or not, but we did see she just posted a whole bunch of roses all over her uh, all over her, her house. And when I say it's a lot of roses, I saw a lot of women reposting the roses. I don't know if that's like putting in the atmosphere because you want that, but yes. So maybe they had a little argument and got back together, but people will be following their social medias to see what's going on. All right, now Damon Dash, he was hosting a Q&A, and that is for his... Um, his new movie, a, a screening for his new movie, Prince of Detroit. And one of the audience members asked him about <clears throat> what he thinks about Ye and all of the controversy. Here's how Damon Dash responded to that. Yeah, I'm in contact with him. It's draining. But, you know, he's bipolar. And people forget that. I don't care how rich you are. When you have a chemical imbalance, you're going to say some crazy things. Anybody know somebody bipolar? You don't put him in front of a camera. You put him in the house of the hospital. But what happens with him? Because you say the most outlandish things. You know, when you're triggered and there's a chemical imbalance and also when you're tired, it's like being drunk. But you know, I know him. Someone bipolar with a billion and a whole bunch of people that don't care, it's not a good, it's not a good formula. You know, people should be more worried about his health than worried about what he said. 
why do you listen to somebody bipolar if they tell you they bipolar? Before he says stuff, stuff that's like, you know, triggering, he premises it with like, I'm tired. But trust me, I talk to him. All right. Well, Dan's not wrong, you know, but you can't help someone until they want to get help. Like, you know, Kanye won't even accept that, you know, something is wrong. He keeps saying that, you know, he's been wrongly diagnosed with bipolar. But also there's a lot of people who are bipolar who don't say the same things that Kanye is saying. So, But I think it's different in every case because there's definitely people who are bipolar and don't want to take their medication and feel like they were wrongly diagnosed. So I'm, I'm sure in every situation it's different and it's hard to help somebody when they won't even acknowledge that they need help. All right, now, Her Loss, the collaborative album with Drake and 21 Savage. Let's talk about numbers. Per Billboard, it got 404,000 equivalent album units. Okay, so it's the fourth largest streaming week of all time for any album, by the way. So there were 513.56 million on-demand streams for that album. So congratulations to them. Yeah, congratulations to them. The album's dope, too. All right, Nas. His house got burglarized and multiple items were stolen. He does, of course, have a ring camera. Mm -hmm. And apparently uh, during the robbery, he was in New York for an album release party. Nobody else was at the house. And robbers allegedly made their way by smashing a rear door for entry. And so uh, he wasn't aware of the break-in until the men were in the process of leaving the property. Authorities were then called. But by the time they got there, the guys were already gone. It's unclear what they made off with. But reports claim they tore the place apart and left with at least two bags worth of items. So now, he was still out of town and wasn't able to do a proper inventory yet. I'm confused, right? I thought when you have alarm on your house, when they break the window, the alarm automatically goes off. Is it L.A. where it takes too long for the police to get to the house? Or is it possible he didn't have the alarm on the house? Yeah, I'm not sure. I know the ring is a camera, and sometimes you can set up an alarm with the ring, but the camera might just show you that this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know what happened with his alarm, but authorities were called after he saw the video, but by the time he saw it, they were already leaving. All right, and Netflix's Selling Tampa has been canceled after one season. The cast is saying it's because of racism. They said we weren't given a second chance, possibly because of what we represented as minority women. Cast member Joanna Colbert thinks that's uh, the reason and so she said when they show us black women in a different light when we're bickering fighting and name calling they get a season two and season three but that's not what we were displaying I feel like we weren't given a second chance possibly because of what we represented as minority women well that's what they did show on it they did show bickering and beefing and fighting that's what I was my whole concern was before I felt like they should have showed you know those women work hard they sell a lot of houses I felt like they should have showed more of that side of it like every other uh, selling thing that they do and they didn't. That's why I was always upset with it. So I just hope a company like a Revolt, like a BET or even OWN, you know, picks that show up and shows those women in the light that they should be shown. And yeah, there is always drama. There's always problems, but those women are real estate agents. They sell houses. So I would love to see that more, you know. Revolt don't got the budget for that show. OWN, maybe. Now, Joanna also said the production company seemed to be out of touch with shows uh, centered around African-American women. She said the expectation for them to be ready to film within an hour were unrealistic. You know, they. she said our hair in general just takes longer to do. Um, and she said, I think with the all-white cast members of Selling Sunset handing off a key to all-women black cast members in Tampa kind of set us up for misrepresentation and comparison and really a competition. I think from the get-go, we were set up a little bit at a disadvantage. Yeah. What were the ratings like? Like, like, can we start there before we before mm -hmm. we go to racism and everything else? What were the ratings? Uh, Netflix has not commented on what the reason is at this mm. point. So Netflix has yet to share an official reason. 
I mean, that could be a blessing. Like I said, it, it could be another network that picks it up and shows them in a better light, that shows them actually selling houses and doing the things that they really do every day. So it could be a blessing wow. for them. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't even know the show was on Netflix. Selling Tampa is the only that. show in their selling category of, you know, all the selling shows. Uh, selling Tampa was the only one with an all-black cast. Mm-hmm. And so all those selling shows are on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. Emma, right. you gonna mix? Yes, that's right. Shout to uh, Boosie. Today is Boosie Badass's birthday, so happy birthday to Boosie, and we're gonna start the mix off like that. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor, and it means you're protected, and you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum, large size condoms. And the guy we are, the Breakfast Club. We have Ashley on the line. Ashley, good morning. Good morning. Oh my God, this is real. <laughs> How you feeling, Ashley? I'm nervous. Oh my God. Now you emailed us and said you needed some money, some bread. What did you need some money for? Um, yes, I did. I'm getting married in three weeks in Miami, and that money will actually do us a great service towards our wedding. Really? What 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 time are you getting married? I know your wedding's on December 10th. What time? Uh, 6.30. 6.30. Okay, well, Ashley, we have some money. You know we love weddings, so we have some money for you. One thousand dollars to help you towards your wedding. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you. All right, now you're getting married. Uh, is it in, in the Miami area? You said Ashley. Yes, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Okay, Ashley. Well, congratulations, and I hope you have a great day. And I hope that thousand dollar helps you out so much. It will. Yes, it will. Now, Ashley, I don't. I, I'm just telling you, this this might work work out great for you, Ashley, because I'm actually going to be in town that day. And possibly if I could make it, I would love to come spend a little bit at your wedding. That has nothing to do with the station. Oh, it's just me personally. Because I'm going to be in town that day. No so way. That's what I'm saying. No December 10th Why are you special. promising her this if you don't know if you can do it or not? Don't no, we, we, oh no I don't know what time she has the reception. I got to figure all that out. But I'm actually going to be in town that day. So if I can make it to her wedding, the DJ, even, even for 30 minutes, I would love to because I love weddings. Oh, my God. Man, do not get excited, woman. Don't you no, get excited until you see NB Red Ass in there DJing? No, I'm serious because I, I think my car, I think I'm gonna do a Miami car show. It ends at five, and I might be able to make it there. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna put you on hold, and I'm I'm gonna try to rock out for like thirty minutes for you. And I, it just came oh. up because I, when I see the date, I think that'd be great. Oh my God, I am shaking right now. You should not be. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not gonna joke. I'm not gonna joke her. I, if I if I can make it, I'm gonna try my hardest to get it. Now, Ashley, I'm not gonna have a tux on. I'll try to be as clean as possible. But if I can come, I'm, I'm gonna try to try to rock that out for you, Mama. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. Uh, you stay on hold, and uh, our producer get your information. I'll shoot it over to my assistant, and we we'll see if we can make that happen for you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and don't forget, if you want some money, some bread, you can always hit up the website, breakfastclubonline.com, and, um, you know, hopefully I feel you... like you just did that, woman, the same way you've been doing people with the People's Choice Mix for the past 13 years, okay? You tell them to call in for requests, all right, knowing damn well that you didn't pre-recorded the mix. Get people no. excited for no reason. No, I think no. I'm not gonna Joe Coyer like you promised Joe Coyer you was gonna go to his show and Miss Pat. You promised you were gonna go to her show on the same day and you didn't go to either show. I'm not gonna I do that. Lie. to her. 
I forgot about both of them see, shows. See. Miss Pat see. different though. I wasn't in town for Miss Pat. I was I was in Nashville all weekend. Joe Coy, I just straight up forgot. Yeah, but I'm gonna try to make it and shout to our, our friends at US Bank. We'll get there together. Positive notes up next. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Don't forget, we got two weeks left into my car show at Alabama. Super duper excited. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. You can click the link in my bio. It's in Huntsville, Alabama, the Vaughn Braun Center. Kids five and under are free. It's uh, American Muscle, old school car, celebrity car. Shout to 50, Fab, Bun B. Uh, there's amusement rides and games for kids. There's so much to do. So bring the family out. It's perfect for Thanksgiving vacation. So can't wait to see you guys November 27th. And again, you can uh, get your tickets. You can click the link in my bio. So shout to Alabama and the surrounding cities, Georgia, Florida, Memphis, or whatever. Just come on down. I can't wait to see you guys. All right. And I want to shout out to Pinky Cole. Her book, Eat Plants, Bitch. She's starting her book tour in New York. And I'll be hosting uh, her sit down tonight. But it's also a recipe book. So you can get some recipes if you're thinking about becoming vegan or you want to incorporate some of that into your daily habits. She talks about how she became a vegan. She talks to other chefs as well. Uh, and just gives you some great recipes. So, you know, you got to start it off slow. Maybe it's something you're considering or maybe you just want to balance yourself and incorporate vegan meals into what it is that you do. But eat plants, bitch. Yeah, shout out to Pinky, all right? Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. Uh, well, first of all, I want to salute everybody in Nashville again. Uh, I love Nashville. This weekend, we uh, the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Nissan, we flew 40 HBCU students to... Uh, Nashville for our first ever Thriller Possibility Summit, and that program was created to support HBCU students in science and technology-related STEAM courses, man. So salute to everybody who uh, we flew out for that. It was a great time, and just thank you. Thank you, man. We thank God for it all. So the positive note is simply this. It's a simple one on this Monday morning. Don't push your weaknesses. Play with your scrimps. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. 
State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.